Got lots of dirt racing bits and pieces for you today. We're talking Kyle Larson's Port Royal win from last night. Some thoughts on James McFadden, 360 Nationals entries, other racing today, and an update on Daryl Lanigan's future. Let's go. It's Thursday, July 21st. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. On a night where Kyle Larson was being crowned at the ESPYs as the best driver for 2021, instead of wearing a tie and giving a speech on a stage, Young Money was dominating the World of Outlaws at Port Royal. The Cup Series is at Pocono this week, so it's a short drive to run with the Outlaws this week uh, between Port Royal and Williams Grove. Larson went third quick in qualifying, won Heat 3, went fourth to the win in the dash, and then led all 30 laps of the feature. It was his fourth outlaw win of the season in just 16 appearances. It was a pretty quiet week at Eldora for Larson following that win at Attica in the Brad Doty Classic. He was 11th Wednesday, 9th in the historical big one, had to miss the night before because of the Saturday uh, running of that event, and then finished 5th in the Kings Royal. This was a strong night, though, last night, and Larson was basically gone from the drop of the green flag. With the Knoxville Nationals on the horizon in a few weeks, I think right now you'd have Larson and Brent Marks near the top of the favorites list, and I'd also throw in Gravel and Macedo. Uh, and then you can't count out sweetened shots when you go uh, to Knoxville and, and when the lights are kind of the brightest. Behind Larson last night, the Outlaws were shut out of the podium places. You had Danny Dietrich ending up second and Anthony Macri in third. The finishes for the two posse drivers were their best outlaw runs of 2022. Sheldon Hodenshield was the highest finishing outlaw regular in fifth. And in the race for the Outlaw Championship, Sheldon, Carson Macedo, and David Gravel all gained a little bit of ground on Brad Sweet in the standings, with the Big Cat starting 8th, but fading to 13th at the end. Headed to Williams Grove on Friday, Gravel trails by 38, Macedo by 48, and Sheldon by 64. Logan Shuhart and Donnie Schatz lost more ground each. Uh, both of them had issues on the night. Shuhart ended up tipped over right at the start, and then Donnie was good early, but ended up having a tire delaminate late in the race. He finished 19th after starting 2nd on the night. We talked yesterday about shots potentially being a factor last night, and he really was. He was up there in the dash and, and obviously started second on the night. The series is off today before the Summer, uh, summer Nationals get going at the Grove tomorrow. And I had one of my regular watchers, uh, Benny, ask me about James McFadden earlier in the week. He asked what my thoughts were on his season so far and rumors about him possibly getting fired. Uh, it certainly hasn't been the year we thought it might be for J-Mac after what he did in 2021. He had two wins a year ago and a very solid average finish of 8.3. This season, though, all of his numbers are off of what he did last year, including qualifying average, average feature start, average feature finish. He's not finishing up front as often, and he has yet to win a race. Things looked at Houston's a few weeks ago like they were turning around in his direction. A couple of second-place finishes, uh, had some good runs there. But then following a second place run at Wilmot a little while later on a top 10 at Attica, the last five races have not been good. McFadden never finished inside the top 15 at Eldora, and he was 20th last night after getting into the feature via a B-Main transfer. There's no doubt about McFadden's talent, and he's working with effectively the same crew as he had last year, just instead of it being listed as a KKR team, it's the Roth 83. So I'm not really sure where they've gone sideways this season. The rumors about him being let go, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, are mostly because of the history of the Roth car. There are all sorts of examples in the past of Dennis Roth not being patient uh, and, and you know moving on from guys quickly if they aren't running up front consistently. Hopefully, though, the team will have some time to write things as they go forward. I like McFadden a lot here. I think he has a bright future in the U.S. And he's got, got a strong team behind him, uh, You know, kind of with that little bit of alliance they have there with KKR and Justin Adams and all the people over there. 
Uh, if you're looking for some sprint car racing to get into tonight, the ASCS Speed Week starts at Tulsa Speedway. The National Tour will race three nights straight between Tulsa, Batesville, and I-30. They'll then have a few days off before the second half of Speed Week kicks off at Caney Valley next Wednesday. We talked earlier in the week about the National Tour and how tight things in the standings are, and we could see plenty of movement over the next nine days with so much racing coming up. Blake Hahn is the current points leader and defending champion, and he was the winner in 2021 at Tulsa. Also looming for the ASCS is the 360 Knoxville Nationals coming up August 4th, 5th, and 6th. Knoxville Raceway's Eric Arnold tweeted a few days ago that Ryan Timms has been granted permission by the track to run the 360 Nationals this year, so he is on the entry list. No Timms, though, for the 410 Nationals. They did not approve him for that event. Kyle Larson is actually also on the entry list for the 360 Nationals. That's a bit surprising there. We don't often see Larson run a lot of 360 stuff. Other names that are entered right now include Aaron Reitzel, Chase Randall, Corey Day, Anthony Macri, Zeb Wise, Parker Price Miller, Buddy Kofoid, and Brian Brown. We should see that list continue to grow over the next week or 10 days uh, as well uh, as we get closer to that event. If you want to check out the ASCS tonight, they are live over on Flow Racing. And out in Nebraska, Lucas Ole Model Dirt Series starts a three-race weekend at I-80 Speedway. Tonight, they will run a full program paying 12 grand to win, and then Friday starts prelim action for the Silver Dollar Nationals. The 80-lap finale on Saturday night pays a very nice $53,000 to win and $5,300 to start. Kyle Bronson is the defending event winner, while Brandon Shepard took down the big money in 2020. Other drivers who have won at the track in recent seasons include Tyler Erb, Brandon Overton, Tim McCready, Jimmy Owens, and Kyle Strickler. I don't believe Brandon Overton will be in attendance this weekend, though. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes McCready tonight. That's actually five straight TMAC picks from the math equation. I'm going to go RTJ, though. He was fast at Husits the other night before he knocked the deck out of him. He's been fast at I-80 in the past, including six recent top five runs. McCready continues to lead Shepard, RTJ, Herb, and Hudson O'Neill in the Lucas standings. You can tune into James Essex and the Lucas squad tonight over on Flow Racing as well. And the Summer Nationals move over to Butler Motor Speedway tonight after last night's program at Thunderbird was rained out. It has been rescheduled for Sunday, so it will now be the new finale for the late models this week up in Michigan. If you want to watch the late models on Modifies, this one is also over on Dervision. Unfortunately, though, you won't see Bobby Pierce at all this week or Nick Hoffman. The two drivers that will eventually be ground, uh, crowned champions here with the series are headed to I-80 this weekend to race with Lucas. So we'll probably see some di- uh, different winners through the weekend. I believe Hoffman is in the Barry Wright house car. Uh, well, obviously, Bobby Pierce will be in his own 32 car for the next couple of nights. And up in New York, if you want some uh, modified action, the Short Track Super Series is back uh, with round seven for the North region. They take on Utica Rome for the Richie Evans remembered 61. The 61 lapper pays $6,100 to win and $610 to start. Matt Shepard leads Matt Williamson and Danny Creeden right now in the North region standings. Tonight's race will include plenty of Northeast modified star power. You'll have Shepard, Williamson, Stuart Friesen, Anthony Prego, uh, youngster Alex Yankowski, Tim Fuller, and a lot more expected to attend. You can tune in and watch this one also over on Flow. You'll also get to see the Crate 602 Sportsman with the Short Track Super Series. Before we close out, I wanted to spotlight another Kevin Kovac piece over at Dirt on Dirt. He's been turning out some absolute bangers lately, and the newest one is an update on Daryl Lanigan's status. We haven't seen the Dirt Late Model Hall of Famer since the Million and Dream uh, weekend at Eldora. Uh, And there's been some people whispering about possible retirement for Lanigan. He told Kovac that uh, isn't true quite yet, but uh, he has pulled back a little bit to work on a new trucking business he started. 
said he's a little burned out, but still does have some big shows on his schedule for the rest of 2022. You can read more about Lanigan's current situation, including a ton of comments over at DirtOnDirt.com. It's a busy streaming day uh, on the services with 16 shows on the schedule today. That includes the opening night for Lucas at I-80, the opening of ASCS Speed Week, the Southern, uh, Southern Nationals at Sonoya, the Summer Nationals at Butler, and the Short Trek Super Series at Utica, Rome. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.